1: I'm here on a three-way Skype with my co-host, Jack Duffin. Jack, how are
2: you? Do you, do you want to try one more time just to spit that out? Because I, I can't hear what you're chatting, mate. But uh, I'm great. Stop mincing your words. I know you're excited for this one, but just uh, try trust stick to it. It's nice and easy. It's co-host.
1: All right. Sorry, Jack. Co-host. And from the, from the States, we've got Chris McNeil.
0: Chris, how are you, mate? Thank you. I'm from the States. I love it. From Ohio. Actually, it's one of the States. Uh, um, I'm do- doing well. Thank where you. Whereabouts you from in the States? Well, the Columbus area from Zanesville. Well, I used to be from Zanesville. Now I'm from Granville. So just outside, just due east. Uh, I bought my dog from Dansville. Is that anywhere near where, where you're at all? Not too far away. Yeah, yeah, not too far away. It's quite interesting in that part of the world. That's true. That's very true. Amish world, yeah? Yeah, well, kind of. More more north for Amish World. This is like uh you know, Newark World, which different world, different world, yeah. Okay, great. Jack, you're
1: good?
2: Yeah, I'm good.
1: Good, good. Well let's start talking about Browns.
0: Chris, why are you a yes. Browns fan? Why am I a Browns fan? Yeah, I mean, I kind of grew up this way. You know, I'm 39 years old. I was kind of born and bred on the Browns, so that's kind of where I came from. I my family has always been big Browns fans and uh, gone to a lot of games, obviously, and lived and died through Red Right, Red Right '88, the fumble. The drive, I, we could go through it, but you know, I was there for all of those. Is your house painted orange? No, no, no it's not. But uh, it's close. I mean, we've got a lot of pictures. Got a lot of pictures. And by the way, John Elway, do not like him. Do you guys like John Elway? Are you familiar with John Elway and what he has done over there?
2: In the UK, no? we've got a thing called Liverpool fans, and they're the ones that harp on about what happened like 40 years ago. And for me, it's all about the future. The future's bright, the future's orange, let's go Brownies.
0: So I love it, I love it. So how did the Browns, like, catch on over there, or have they? Are you guys, like, the only two fans?
1: No, 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 we have about, um... I,
0: reckon I, I, about- I didn't mean that to make, to make fun of <laughs> you guys, because, God, I, I want to have this happen. I really do, you know?
1: Chris, Chris, we get enough people taking the piss out of us for being Browns fans. So
0: right, 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 right. Hey, I, I I, live here, so I understand. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm right there with you, man. But you got
1: loads of um, Browns fans um, uh, with you, like, supporting you. I guess you got B- Bengal fans close by, neighbours, well, giving you some not, abuse. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Two hours away. we not talking about Bengals fans. They, they're not really... Cincinnati is just a different world. It's Northern Kentucky. And... Well, well, Chris, I'm a Browns fan, obviously, because of my name, Paul right. Brown. Right.
1: And, so it's it uh, really Paul Brown. Look, this, I'm at my dad's house, and this is the right. uh, the official right. Browns yeah, fan. Again, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and obviously, uh, uh, my dog is from Ohio, so there's no other team for me. Jack, why are you a Browns
2: fan? I just love the analytics, and uh, who better to love analytics than Paul De Podesta? So um, no, I was all in. Unfortunately, came
0: from
2: the Mets, kind of moved over. Yeah, no. I was. I was just devastated that they sacked Sashi. It's just a R.I.P. Sashi, and after what happened with McCarran the other day, a second and a third round pick, and people still believe in Hugh, still believe in Jimmy Haslam. Bring back Sashi, Chris. We got to ask
1: your opinion.
0: No, no. Sashi. Really?
1: Yeah.
0: Are you a Sashi really Sashie? You really want to bring back Sashi.
2: All day long. We gave away Corey Coleman for a seventh round pick in 2020. Sashi Brown got us a fourth round pick for a punter. A punter. They're not even real people. They're not even
0: real people. I love
1: that. <laughs> Jack, you've got to remember though. Did Sashi Brown pick uh, Coleman? Yeah.
2: There's nothing wrong with Corey Coleman. Corey Man, Coleman ran over. Jalen Ramsey, Jalen Ramsey, this corner, oh, everyone says he's good. Corey Coleman, ate him for breakfast. Ate him for breakfast. Go on, seventh round pick. Did
0: you guys see any hard knocks? Did you guys get that over in the, yeah, you guys have seen that? Yeah.
2: Paul watches it and then rings me at four in the
1: morning (laughs) to tell me about it. I love it
0: over there. Chris, have you ever been to? So what have you guys thought about that? I mean, overall. What do you think about the Browns? The, what what people think about the team right now with Hard Knocks, or or maybe over there, you know, across the pond?
2: I love it. The more people talking about it, people engaging, you see sort of bits behind Got the it. scenes. Um, I'm loving that. It's only going to take what about four games before Haley sacks Hugh, and then he can take over. Um, you think so? Is oh, that, is that what you think? Oh, that's on. exactly
0: what we think over here. That about four games.
2: Right? There's going to be undercover filming where he's measuring you know, that
0: seat. Yeah, yeah, I'm thinking about Todd Haley's coming in. Four right. games. Hugh's right. gone. Right. Just,
1: yes. This
0: is very important. We
1: are a Hugh Jackson friendly podcast.
0: You so are or not?
1: You. Like, like, are you are you paid by Hugh or what? <laughs> oh, no, sp- that, no problem if you are. Yeah, we. We're, we want him to stay, don't we, Jack?
2: No, we've had a two thirds vote in this chat, mate. Like you. lost. I mean, 1 in 31. 1
1: in 31,
0: right?
1: He hasn't had great cards, Chris.
0: He has had great cards. <laughs> I love you guys. You guys are so positive. I Sack love you.
1: It. Sack
2: Hugh. Send him yes. packing.
0: <laughs> I mean, you're so wrong, but I love it. I mean, God bless you guys. Okay. No, Hugh's got to go,
2: right? Yeah. 100%. Yeah.
0: Yeah, okay. We got a lot of we got a lot of talent on the team right now, which we all like. Hugh's got to go, and then maybe you know Todd kind of moves in, or who knows.
2: I just want to throw a name out there. Hugh, um, Hugh goes Haley till the end of the year, and then I want all to be right. really bold. Lincoln Riley.
0: Lincoln Riley,
2: Oklahoma head coach, young. Shaking up the offense, doing lots of things you see in Shanahan and other things happening in the NFL now. I think be bold and let's just go for it. Wow.
0: That's over at the top right there. I'll, I'll tell you what, I'll go over the top of over the top. We let's like go it. Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer, <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, sorry. I, 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 I <laughs> top of that. No. Now, what do you guys think about? Back up. What do you guys think about Ohio State football over there? Yeah. Um, nah,
1: Chris, uh, not Chris, you don't like me. Uh, well,
0: no, I, I don't. I don't have any problem with you guys. I'm a,
1: I'm a Michigan. I'm not gonna uh,
0: start a war. You're I'm, a Michigan guy. What the yeah. hell? Wait, no, now we've got a problem.
1: <laughs> See, I knew you'd like this. Um, I set my. How is your Michigan guy? I set How's my- that my. I set my first office up in Ann Arbor, and I decided to uh, support Michigan. So I'm probably the only one Browns Michigan fan out there.
0: You're a Browns Michigan fan from London. Yeah. Yeah. And you wear that proudly. <laughs> uh, Chris, I don't see, your, I don't so see you wearing I'm not any, a problem, so... <laughs> oh, oh, oh.
2: Andy loves you. That's another thing to judge him on. And
0: he loves you! (laughs) Uh, Chris, you don't look very orange over there, mate. I'm going to call Brexit right now. Just like Brexit (laughs) on this whole thing. Um, So, Chris, have you ever been to London? I have not. No, no, I have not. not, I've been to Belgium. I've been to... uh, else? Uh, Pretty much just Belgium. Over there, Yeah. Yeah, so that's the only time I've I've actually skipped the pond. What? How would you guys? You guys been to the States? Yeah, I've
2: yeah. been to um, Florida a couple of times, been to New York.
0: That doesn't, doesn't count. Both of those don't count. Well, whereabouts in Florida?
2: Disneyland. No, <laughs> <laughs> that,
0: just, that definitely does not count. And New York, New York. Yeah, that's okay. That. That's welcome to the state. So, they aren't representative of the rest of the state, you know, the country. But, yeah, that's good. That's good. Uh,
1: I've been to Cleveland, um, there you go. Detroit, Vegas, New York, uh, California. Wow. That's impressive right there. And you resume that's a good
0: resume belgium. huh you've only been to belgium why'd you go to belgium i know i know it was well so actually my grandfather fought in world war Two. okay yeah. Nice. yeah so uh it was uh part of that that we went back for so it was kind of a cool thing kind of cool things i've got a lot of time for that and uh
1: us, the connection between England and uh, the U.S. is very strong with the wars in the past. That's true. That's true. And um, So talking about England, London, Chris, what was your view on uh, Browns going over to London last year? Were you happy or not happy about that? See,
0: I... it was like nothing to me. I mean, did it mean something to you guys over there? Because over here, it was like... OK, the game's going to be changed. The time is going to be a different different time than it was. But it really didn't mean anything to us. We were looking at a team that obviously went 0-16, unfortunately. And it just didn't mean anything to us. Now, to you guys, was that was that like a big deal, having the Browns come over there?
1: Oh, yeah. For me and Jack, it was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, I will say one thing, Chris, is the, the Browns. Which is
0: so unfortunate because I'm a Browns fan on this side. I want that to mean something for you guys. Like, like here, you guys get to appreciate what we've got over here. And it's just, no, I, I just, I would not see that over on you guys' side that it, it probably didn't come out that way.
1: Well, Chris, the um, Browns fan that traveled over from Cleveland, it was like a Super Bowl for him. Yeah. Um, you had uh, Jimmy and D serving them pints in a pub. Jimmy and D. Yeah. That really? Doesn't, that doesn't happen in Cleveland, does it? Did that
0: really happen there? That Jimmy happened. D? No. Yes. Oh, that's good. That's yeah, yeah. good. We I like to see that, right? Yep.
1: Yeah. And we had loads and loads of Cleveland fans all around London having a wicked time. It was unbelievable.
0: I love having the Browns over there. I love what you guys are going to do. I. I just hate sending a crap team over there because I, you know, as as a Browns fan, I love to see the Browns that I remember going over
2: there. It it was well, a, it was does a good that make team, sense? you know. It, uh, be positive. It was a good team, but it was Hugh's fault. Yeah. So. Man,
1: you were just ripping off. I love your Hugh, Anti Hugh, by the way. I, I wasn't a big fan of uh, Kenny Britt coming over there. <laughs> <laughs> He was slagging off London before he even came.
0: He's slacking off London, London.
1: Now, yeah, Kenny was very yeah. negative about the old London thing. So he oh, also, like, he? yeah. Uh, he
0: was also negative about like catching a ball. Like, <laughs> he, horrid. Yeah, he was really bad.
2: Yeah, it was weird going to a uh, NFL game in the UK and seeing someone else wearing a brown shirt, which is uh, a. Yeah. You, you go to the games, because I just go to all of them. It don't matter who's playing. And it's like, oh, yeah, all day I saw one brown shirt. <laughs> but, uh, no, it was actually great just seeing other people in brown shirts and being like, oh, yeah, you're not just that one guy.
0: <laughs> so, who do you guys like the best on the Browns? Like, like first of all, like, past. Who is your favourite Brown ever? Jack, do you want to go first?
2: Me, Joe Thomas, um, because I didn't really... F- I haven't been around for years, so we're sort of getting yeah. into it. The Browns, two, three years ago, Joe Thomas was the easy one to like.
1: Yeah. Uh, myself, Jim Brown. Uh, I obviously never saw him play, uh, but I have met Jim. You met uh, Jim uh, Brown? Yeah, of course. He comes to London.
0: I, I didn't know that. You say that like I would know that. <laughs> I had no idea. They, like He just like shows up like... It is- comes to London. It's like a Super
1: Bowl. Everyone came over. And uh, yeah, so um, Jim Brown, obviously the history right, of, right. of him. Same era with uh, Paul Brown. Uh, I think he's. Chris, who's your favorite player?
0: I'd have to say Bernie Kosar. I mean, you guys don't have an appreciation for Bernie over there. Same way we do over here. I'll tell you what. Mid 80s, that was the guy that was really the guy for us and uh, well right now he does a great job on preseason he's got a lot of involvement with the club at the moment hasn't he and that's what they're talking about more and more so we'll see what happens
2: uh, about current players who's your favorite
0: uh current players uh how about Jarvis Landry oh, Jack No Jack. you guys don't like him I know I'm Chris, I'm with you. I'm a big fan. I, you've seen what he's done so
1: far. Go That's
2: on, Jack. Right. Just a moment. Uh, let's just be... unathletic catches great passes on third and seven for four yards. The only player you'll You're ever see catch right. that That's many exactly passes and not get it a thousand for like yards. Eight
0: yards he does it for.
2: He's it, but... if, if we'd have signed him for six million, uh, less than seven and a half, I said. If you're signing for less than seven and a half, it's a great signing. To pay a slot receiver, that amount of money just kills the rest of the wide receiver room. And the trouble is, you're going to see Tyrod throwing on third and nine to Jarvis Landry for six yards, and we punt. And it's just going to be... By the end of this season, fans will be moaning about it, and it's just going to suck.
0: And then you add to him Josh Gordon, Antonio Galloway, Right? Then you've got some players right there, right? No? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well,
2: provided yeah. the two of them put down the weed and start playing.
0: Right. And the Joku at tight end. I mean, we've got some weapons there, man. And,
2: and Dude, Joku is going to be a beast.
0: Yeah. Absolute yeah, He was machine. last year. He was last year. And he will be this year.
2: My prediction? When Gronk retires, he ends up, by the end of his... Uh, Rookie contract, TE one in fantasy leagues, number one baby. Over Gronk. No, when love Gronk's that. gone, so by the end of his five years, right. he is going to take that crown as a uh, the number one fantasy tight end in the NFL. I could see
0: that. I could see that. You guys, you guys have a particular love for Gronk over there. Uh, just he gets it gets a lot of press. He's a, he's, he's a party animal.
2: It. What's not to like about Gronk?
0: Well, yeah, I, I, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just asking.
2: But no, my favorite player—it's—it's it's it's one choice. It doesn't even come close. It's Shake and Bake, Baker Mayfield. He's
0: gonna be good, right?
2: He's not gonna be good. He's gonna be amazing. No, what's the you? Go
0: ahead.
2: It's not good. Good's just—it's not—it's not—it's not, it's not, it's not a good enough. Word, amazing. He is going to be incredible. I just can't wait. That man, in his third to fifth year, is going to get at least one Super Bowl ring. At least one. Really? 100%. Guarantee it. Done.
0: Others.
1: Chris, i got some questions for you. Yes. What body part are you willing to give up for the Browns to win the Super Bowl?
0: My left arm. Not my right. good. good. I go left arm on that one. Okay, good man. Yeah, so now i got to ask you guys a question. We're going to go back again. So, Johnny Manziel. Yeah. What's the difference in you guys' perspective between Johnny Manziel and Baker Mayfield?
2: I'll take the lead on this one. Work ethic. You've got the style of play. So, rather than run first, he's passing first. Accuracy, the most accurate quarterback in recent time from uh, college. Um, You've got leadership, so you've had the crotch grab and stuff from Baker, but it's not the same sort of uh, Johnny the way he was. Um, I think the way he he focuses, he wants to work hard, he wants to be that quarterback, and he knows what he needs to do, and uh, he's going to win. Take us to the promised land. Love it.
0: Good.
1: Baker doesn't like uh, Vegas either.
0: <laughs> yeah, that story. Did you guys hear that story? I mean, good Lord. on Joe Thomas's podcast, I, that was unbelievable. Unbelievable. Okay, good. Chris, yes. uh, Who would you most like to go out
1: for a drink with in the Browns organization?
0: Current organization. Current. None of the wide receivers, obviously, because. <laughs> That'd be a problem, because they'd all be suspended after that. Uh, probably Hugh Jackson. You know, i try and figure out what the heck he's trying to get going on right now.
1: Jack, it would That'd be, come. we've discussed this before, the top five. Who's your number one person you would like to go for a drink with?
2: It's Paul D. Podesta. It's not even close. I just want to know. What's Why he do you doing...
0: love Paul D. Podesta, by the way?
2: Why? Because so much. You I mean... can't trust football guys to make decisions. Right. Um, so look what the Eagles did in the last year. It's
0: not football.
2: So they went They went to um, choosing whether to go for it on fourth down. It wasn't a gut call someone made. They looked at data-driven evidence, and they delivered on that. You've got Howie Roseman with the Eagles, lots of sensible data-driven decisions. So, yeah, you need that element of looking at some side, but the focus should be the data. If the data's telling you a guy's going to be a bust, don't sign him. Um, there's lots of evidence that says you want a college quarterback that's played three years um, and stuff like that and you've got to make the most of the salary cap and get value out of it so in a where so much data is available let's use as much of it as possible
1: It's good myself it'd be Greg Williams
0: oh he's unbelievable right
1: oh he's like, so good
0: his talk his banter the whole nine yards I, I tell you between Todd and Greg, it's just those two coaches are just way over the top, right?
1: <laughs> who would you, who do you want to be our next head coach out of them two, Todd or
0: Greg? Well, you have to take Todd. Yeah. I mean,
1: Jack,
2: hundred percent, it's Todd. He will be our next head coach, and it'll only be hey, after. It'll be before the bye now, week, mate.
0: Four games in, I think. I mean, that's what everyone's thinking. Unfortunately. I want to see Hugh Jackson. I want to see the Browns be successful. And uh, a lot of people think that, you know, I don't. But I, I really want to see that happen. But a lot of people are saying, you know, he's going to be gone. And then Todd's coming in.
2: Regardless of what happens with the head coach, we'll win more games after the bye week than before it. Even though there's 10 before and 6 after the bye week, that schedule before the bye week is so much harder than after the bye week. So... If you do see a change of coach, we might see a run where you're winning more games late on.
0: I think you're right.
2: And obviously, after the bye week, Baker's going to be in, so you're going to see it. TDs, Njoku ripping up the field. It's going to be awesome.
0: I can't disagree. What's your prediction for the season? I said five wins. I'll give us six. Feeling solid. Now with six. I'm going up. Good man, I went with six. So what do you guys think?
2: Six. I went five. Five, six, there we
0: go. Not zero. I'm not doing <laughs> another parade, guys.
2: Oh, well, okay? hold on. Are you ready for, in two years' time, to get planned in that parade? Because we might have a perfect season under Baker, and uh, I definitely want to come to that parade.
0: 60 <laughs> now? Yeah. And yeah, the rest? I will pay that. I'll pay you the entrance. You guys can come over for that. Yeah, absolutely. Chris, will you pay for our flights as well? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I pay for them. Yeah. If we go 16-0, I'm paying for you guys' flights. Love it. Uh, we've got a hot right? take there, Chris. There. Yeah, it's a hot take, right? Whether was fired or not, which may or may not happen, I think we got a lot of talent on this team. And I think this is a type of team that might be able to Put something together, maybe not this year. Next year, talk, talk about playoffs. No, Chris, do you think
1: if we go uh, six and uh, six and ten, do you think Hugh will uh, keep his
0: job? If we go six and ten,
1: yeah.
0: Oh, jeez. Oh boy, that is right there. Uh, no, I don't think so. I really don't think so. Um, what does Hugh need then to keep his job? Boy, for Hugh, I think he's got to make the playoffs, to be honest with you. Or be there, right there at the cusp.
2: Yeah, he's got to go 8-8. Eight and eight. Else he's gone.
0: What is that?
2: He's got to go 8-8. Eight 8-8? Eight, eight. Eight? Yeah. You think 8 wins? That That's wow. what he needs to stay.
0: Okay, I love that. I love that. I hope that's right, but I don't know. The Haslam family, who knows? They kept with him last year. We can make all of the guesses we want to. One win. 31 losses. If he doesn't
1: win, how many games will he be sacked, do you reckon? Uh, he
0: would be sacked. No wins. With zero. I, I would say four. What game is our bye week? Uh, it's
2: but after 10. It. 10? We've got 10 oh, games, no, and then bye weeks after that, and then six after that. I think if Hugh okay. loses the first three, yeah, four. he might go after the Jets because it's midweek game.
0: Go after the Jets? It'll
2: be. It'll be a longer break for Haley to come in and shake it up. So I think you might see after three games, if he doesn't win them, gives him slightly longer and he's gone. Okay.
1: Mate, he's going to get more time than that, Jack.
2: He's had two years and he's done nothing.
0: Amen. Amen.
2: He's had time. Time's out. Goodbye.
0: He'll be gone. That's the reason they brought in Haley. I mean, that's the thinking here is that's the reason they brought in Todd Haley is that he's going to have a short leash. Could be wrong. Could be wrong. Just Saints. Steelers, Saints, Jets. We, not do- we could right. beat the Jets. We could beat the Steelers.
1: Maybe. I think we'd beat the Steelers, Chris. I think we do it. <laughs> <laughs> I love the optimism. I love it. I love it. Chris, last year, first game mm-hmm. of the season, we lost because of that stupid punt um, mistake.
0: Let's talk about last year, last game of the season. We lost because Corey Coleman dropped the ball, right?
2: I don't know about that. You you can't put that on Coleman.
0: No, we would have won that game. Corey Coleman drops that ball. I I don't think we would have won that game even if we we did catch that ball. Oh, Oh, jeez. You're being negative on me, you know? I Um, am. um, I'm just trying to say, he catches that ball. We win the game. I don't have to put it on a parade. That's all I'm saying.
1: How did you uh, feel about um, some of the fans disagreeing with you putting this uh, parade on?
0: It was fun because you deal with both sides of you know, there were a lot of people saying you're not a true fan yep, because of what you're doing. You're celebrating us losing all the games. But yeah. it was the irony of it. It was, you know, social media. It was, you know, kind of understanding where we were at as Browns fans. And we kind of did. And a lot of people didn't, didn't understand that. But so I was on both sides of it. And obviously, I caught a lot of heat. Yeah. Who did you get the most heat from? Uh, The quote unquote true Browns fans. (laughs) They just they they ripped me pretty good. Ripped me pretty good for uh, uh, why would you rip on our team? Why would? And our my whole point. And I think what a lot of the people who were behind this actually got was that the ownership of the Cleveland Browns was not doing us any favors anything that they have done and we deserve better as Browns fans. So when you go one and one and 15, then you followed up with one or zero and 16. It's like, come on. All right. We're not going to have a protest because a protest who protests, you know, a football team, but we'd have some fun with this. We do a parade and that's what we did. And, uh, ended up, Raising a lot of money, by the way, for the Cleveland Food Bank, which i didn't have to plug again. Um, it, was, <laughs> it was a good time, but uh, at the same time, I think it also sent a point to the Cleveland Browns and to ownership for the Cleveland Browns that we deserve better and we need to, we need to do better. Uh, for these guys, for everybody who's parading around your stadium right now. So, you uh, a Jimmy and D uh, fan? Not so much. Not so much, and I don't think they're big fans of me either. By the way,
2: <laughs> you must have done something right.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, we've talked about this. Actually, it's kind of funny. We've talked about this because we're season ticket fan. You know, we're season ticket holders, and everything else is like, you know, when you walk in, you always expect when the McNeil like number comes up or whatever that they're going to reject it we're going to get rejected <laughs> there the, as we walk into the stadium. But you know. Browns fans for life.
2: Yeah, I, I love the parade. I thought it was a great idea, and uh, just keep up the good
0: work. Well, no, that was the funny thing is that you guys over there all got it. Like, I talked to the BBC. I actually went on, and I don't remember who it was who I talked to, and they said, uh, "Oh, this is such a funny concept because you guys are all about." I love British humor. I love the tongue in cheek, and that's what you guys do. It's like. That's what it was all about, and uh, thank God, and you guys got it. And, you know, there, there were very few who didn't get it over here, but uh, it, it was a good
1: time. Did um, have you ever met Jimmy and D? I have not. No, no. You should come to London. You could have met him in London. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, have, have you? They could have given you a free drink. <laughs> <All right. laughs> They bought everyone a drink in the pint in the pub. Oh, did they really? Yeah. All right. Keep keep an eye on the time, Jack. You got any questions for Chris?
2: Um, who do you think is going to be rookie of the year for the uh, Browns?
0: Well, Antonio Galloway, right? Galloway. No he's my pick. I would think so. Yeah, I would think so. I I really like what he's done, and you know we're we're pretty deep at wide receiver right now, and I think that yeah. I think that's where I go with it. As long as he can keep himself out of trouble.
2: Hmm. Exciting times.
0: Chris, what's what's your views on Josh Gordon? I don't know. You know, same thing I think the Cleveland Browns think about Josh Gordon is that they don't rely on him for anything. And I would love, love. I mean, you see the guy, he's cut. He can do whatever. I mean, he's just an unbelievable athlete. But, you know, you can't count on a guy who can't be on the field. And as long as he can get his – I mean, he's getting his head right. Hopefully he will. Um, but I don't think that they're actually counting him as being a part of this wide receiving corps. Um, Chris,
1: any uh, crazy hot takes you think is going to happen this year? Something totally random?
0: ha <sighs> Baker Mayfield, how about rookie of the year, right there. When are you coming over, by the way, for a game? Uh, mid,
1: mid October. All uh, right, you gonna look me up? Please do. Yeah. Uh, L. A. Um, Chargers, I'm out for. So yeah, my hot take is uh, all three of our quarterbacks are gonna get injured in one game.
0: Oh, stop! Stop! <laughs> Don't do this. Come on. Man, you're going to do anti Brown
1: stuff. What? And then, come on, we got to be
0: positive this year. This is pos- I, I don't think you guys uh, across the pond understand <laughs> how positive we're trying to be over here in the Great Lakes region.
2: What, then, why would you say something like that, Paul?
1: Just, exactly,
0: thank you.
2: I might just delete this out in the editing.
1: And then Des Bryant's going to come on as our quarterback. As our quarterback.
2: Okay, right. I don't even want Des Bryant on the roster
1: Jack, this is a out mate. this is something big that could happen
2: I'll give you it hot take for the year David Njoku, not only is team leader in touchdowns will be the tight end in the whole of the NFL with the most touchdowns oh
0: there you go now that's a good take that one right there boom
2: it's hot
1: boom boom. It's not out there enough, Jack. It's not out there enough.
2: I, I don't want it out there too much. because narrow If someone takes yeah. him before me on fantasy, I will not be happy. So I don't want to be throwing that hot take around too much because that is my pick.
1: I went with Crowell last year and it, it hurt me a lot. So uh, don't go emotional when you're doing your draft pick. That's my top tip.
0: <laughs>
2: it's not emotion. It's data-driven.
0: Chris, have you got any questions for us? Wrap it up. So, over there, across the pond, who's top five teams, if you were to put them in order? Because no one over here even knows. I mean, we have no clue who you guys like. What we get what we get told, and here's what we get fed from the NFL, is that you send your teams over there that play at Wembley Stadium, and then everyone's going to love those teams. Okay, shall I answer that, Jack, with you? Well, uh,
2: number one... I'll go with number one. It's Patriots, hands down. They're by far the most popular. Brady jerseys everywhere. And uh, the England connection is rife. Who you reckon number two, Paul? Uh, Packers? Yeah, I'd say Packers are up there. Jake... Really?
0: The Packers? Yeah. That's unbelievable. I mean, that's a small team, small area. Now, they've been very successful, but
1: yeah. Get notes of people wearing Raiders uniform. Yep.
0: Oh, of course. Yeah. Um, they also commit a lot of crimes. <laughs> I would assume so. <laughs> I would assume the two of those probably go hand in hand. I'm not saying anything, I'm saying a lot.
2: Uh, Jaguars are up there, and that uh, that's been very recent since Wait. they committed to playing games every year. Uh, so loads oh, of people yeah. that are getting into the NFL for the first time see them as the team uh, that's going to be the London franchise in the next five to ten years, and go, "I'll be a Jags fan." Which what one? do you think?
0: That's going to happen?
2: Oh, yeah. yeah. They make more money when they come over here than they do nearly all their games at home because
1: right.
2: fans come out in the UK and the Jags fans for the last few years haven't really bothered.
1: And I'd say fifth, Jack, you may not agree with me on this, is the Giants with Beckham. Beckham gets a huge following.
2: I'd say he's up there, but I'd say I don't know which one. You're looking at Miami, the 49ers or the Cowboys. They've all got quite big followings. Um, I think Miami, because loads of people go on holiday there, and I think that's where that's come from. 49ers, just because they used to be good. And um, the Cowboys, yeah, just for old times' sake.
0: Um, that was good. That was good. Thank you. That was better answers than I would have expected. That was not not what I would have expected at all.
2: Oh, pa- Panthers are another one that's got quite a lot of fans, because Cam Newton broke out sort of a few years ago and he he's an exciting player to watch so though. That's amazing. The,
0: <laughs> the, traditional, the traditional ones, you guys didn't really you did, but you didn't really bring up any Dallas Cowboys being like number one. Uh now Philadelphia Eagles would be up there, of course. The Giants, you mentioned the Giants, but I mean yeah, and even the secondary ones like the Bears or you know, the John, the uh, Detroit Lions. Well, Chris, it's been a pleasure having you on the show. Thanks for having me on, by the way. And hey, go Browns, right? Go we're Browns. At least we're going to the playoffs this year. Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <Why> <laughs> right? I mean,
2: why not? What's your uh, Twitter handle? Where can people find you?
0: At Reeflog underscore 18. At Reflog underscore 18. Jack,
2: what's your handle? It's at Jack Duffin, J-A-C-K-D-U-F-F-I-N.
1: And it's Paul Brown underscore UK. Best handle ever. Thank you. Yes, it it really is. But
0: thank you guys. Thank you guys. So the Browns are going to win this year. We're going to win big. You guys got to come over to my house when we do. Right? Yep. I'll have a buffet.
1: We're, we're painting your house orange when we win the Super Bowl. Is that a deal? All
0: right, all right. You know, when we do that next year, if that happens next year, you guys, my house. Yes. Okay. The um, BBC, the
1: BBC will cover it as well. If you watch. I'm sure they will. All right. Chris, thank you so much for your time. See you guys. Take care.